0: Taking shit in this place Cause I ain't gonna
1: fuck around And lose your shot <laughs> it, played, it played Who the fuck is that? It played Jocelyn <laughs> Dog, you're crazy <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm like This fake ass Ice
2: Spice? <laughs> Bro, this song is fucking banger I see
1: yo. you been hating on Ice Spice lately. I've been letting you live in the chat Who?
2: How am I hating no Ice Spice? You hate on no Ice new, Spice he, You didn't even fucking like Ice Spice
1: Yeah, yeah. I do like Ice
2: Spice I like Ice Spice, God, I, like ice spice. I, I like Ice Spice My I, we have literal proof of you not fucking with Ice Spice. Oh, well, I'm fucking with it. Now I'm you fucking, fucking he with, with Delly. Hey, you <laughs> he he fucking ma- with Yo, that deli. The I'm most with it. Niggas thought I was a contrarian on, on like everything. You are the king of contrarianism. Hey,
1: man. The new EP wasn't tight. That's human, bro. You could change your mind.
2: Oh, my God. You wasn't okay. fucking with Delhi? Nah, I'm not fucking with Delhi, man. Come on, I'm crazy. man. crazy. Come on, man. All right, let me do this the right
3: way. That's what I do, do. Tell
2: me on the tiles of the world. not think
1: tell me all have do my own. I ain't
2: done the boy a bag. I
1: had to run my own. Yes sir. Be back. Right hey, here. i for you. Hey,
2: black print. J5 in the building.
1: Special Monday ed- edition. Yeah. Monday night raw.
2: Monday night raw airs in what 20 minutes in the east coast Uh. three hours for us what's your what's the uh what's the nickname
1: this week um shit time traveling p i I don't know that's what i said i can't even call it
2: literally (laughs) jet lag p (laughs) literally asked him when he got out said how are you alive
1: hey you know (laughs) one of my favorite current rap lines is v's he said um i'm the first nigga from my hood with jet lag (laughs) 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 i feel
2: him it's so it's so great that an album like that, that's like so lo fi and like it's clearly unmixed, clearly unmastered, but it's just like he's just rapping the whole way through is getting such a great critical reception this year.
1: Yeah, nah, it's hip-hop, baby. Yeah. I think, you know, we, we we let other genres get away with, with lo-fi, so yeah, let's run with it.
2: This is our death grips.
1: Uh, I, I honestly think it's a negotiating tactic. I think he's going to be like, you know, running up on a label like, yo, I need studio time. And the engineer, <laughs> <laughs> I need an extra two million. It
2: always feels like on that on that album that he snuck in. He snuck in, recorded something with someone for like, was one of his friends was in there, and then he like left with the, yeah. with the stems and all that stuff. That's that's what that album feels like. Uh, MC. In the building, as well, you are a raising kane's fanatic. can you put the we're not we're not sponsored by them at all. You can put the cup down. I know you got your we post, aren't. I know you got your post Malone cup. You know what I'm saying? Put that one down
0: oh man i was gonna I was gonna say my favorite unmastered rapper right now is Pinky doll, but I actually do have to tell the Kane story about post Malone. I was pretty embarrassed <laughs> That's,
1: Yeah, yeah that, was, that was two embarrassing remarks first of all. <laughs> I don't it's even think people know who Pinky Doll is.
2: People know who Pinky Doll is.
1: I don't know. I don't even think she got a name, knows. really.
2: Even if they don't know her. Well, we'll knowing Josh, you don't fuck with Pinky Doll right now. In two months, Josh will be fucking with Pinky uh,
1: Doll. I, I, I definitely don't fuck with that shit.
0: <laughs> Josh just told us who he fucks with now. And I ha- I'm pretty sure we can find proof that he said no, we're gonna that put this clip he was out. cautious. Yeah, we're going to put this I said I was out. cautious.
1: Now, now it was yellow. Now it's green. <laughs> I need y'all to understand that minds change. That's the that's the human uh that's the gift of being human. You can change your mind.
2: There's nothing wrong with you change your mind, but you were like you the way you come at it after you change your mind is that you like you've been a fan the whole time. That's the part that's the saying, I'll
1: fuck with it. I'll fuck <laughs> with it now. I like it. Jesus
2: Christ. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Lots of stuff to talk about this week. Lots of stuff has happened in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh we also got a B size for you. Um Special shout-out to, to Naila last week on Blackburn Radio. Oh, yeah. What an episode. She, she killed it. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you got Patreon, or if you don't have it, make sure you subscribe. Go listen to that. Um, that's what it's about, man. I say it all the time. We have these great guests, but, like, I want to just highlight these stories that mm-hmm. aren't as common in the culture that we kind of work in. And yeah. And I think, you know, her on just from the photography stuff to the parties, it's like it's all just dope things behind the scenes of hip-hop, music, fashion, culture, and it's just really moving the needle. So shout out to her.
2: And getting the perspective of, and we've had the perspective of a lot of different um, industries from from women on the show. Yeah, we've had Shardy on the show, we've had Chef K on the show. But getting the perspective of a creator from her mm-hmm. was really timely, and like I thought was, I learned a lot from that too. Like there's like laws that she was talking about on that shit. I was, like, I didn't oh, yeah. even know they passed that.
1: Yeah, me, me neither. Even just the, the the progression of her career, like I didn't know she was in the military before. So. Yeah. even that story and just. She pivoted to um the creative field and photography. It was it was dope to hear.
2: Absolutely, and so shout out to shout out to her for being on the show. Super nice, super nice person. She was so excited. She was like sharing everything. We got a bunch of listeners. She got a fan base out there.
1: Oh yeah, no, nah, she brought them in. I mean, shit, she's doing parties and shit. So yeah, she obviously has a community that really supports her, and you know, I'm glad she was our one of our, our latest guests. And uh, shout out to you, Josh. Big week. Always a big week over super here. Big
2: week the <laughs> blog era. Is that what you were officially calling it? Because it when it had like different branding and what? No, nah, I of mean were saying. it's
1: it's a part of our hip hop fifty campaign at Amazon Music, so it's um fifty and forever. Mm-hmm. That's just the overall theme and campaign, and we've kind of been running that throughout the year. Um, we've had a a couple different events that highlighted that theme. Um, the first was the kickoff with um De La So. yeah, and we did the party with them for their uh, album release. Um, and this is just the latest in that string. We're doing like um four shows in New York. Uh, throughout the summer at a uh, Pier 17, which is one of the, the nicest venues in New York right yeah. now, I'm really impressed with it. That was my first time there. Um, but the first show was the Blog Air show. We had a uh, Wale, Joey Badass, Currency. Um, and it was just dope, man. I think you know, the Blog Air shout out to first of all, shout out to It's the Real, Eric, and Jeff. Mm. Um, they really encapsulated what the Blog Air is perfectly with their podcast. And um, just to see that podcast kind of come out and now it's wide, it's going listen to it on any platform at this point um i just think that was such a pivotal era for me and a lot of people in my age bracket that's in the hip-hop now and the reason why i'm like thriving in hip-hop now like i'm literally a blog era uh alumni
2: yeah i mean blog era marketer
1: (laughs) yeah nah, for real so like to to, to have that be the first show and even have that be a part of the hip-hop story and the first show for us to kick off this series was just really dope and and wale is one of those guys who um you know friend of the show friend of mine um, But he was one of those those blog era rappers that really kind of like got me into the business. I remember emailing um his former manager, Dan Wiseman mm-hmm. early on, like, yo, love Wale. When you guys in L.A., like uh, you guys on Fairfax, I'll meet you guys over here. Yeah. So it's like he's been a part of my story and to have him, you know, headline his show sell it out in less than 24 hours yeah it's full um, circle really yeah.
2: because like of everything that <laughs> Wale and you me and everybody's yeah. been through it's like really full circle that's why i was like this this is such a good and i was telling him that too i was like i was so glad when we were like hanging out like a month ago two months ago or whatever like because it felt like old times you yeah. know what i'm saying like we we just kick it and just talk about just crazy shit you know what i mean and and seeing him perform like he he was he just i mean obviously he
1: got a little annoyed at the end, but like,
2: he seemed really happy. It's funny happy, people you
1: know? people in the stream say he got annoyed. He was happy with the performance. I yeah. think people saw his freestyle as annoyance. Yeah, but it's really just a freestyle. He wanted to kick. Yeah, I kind of knew going into it that he was about to do that, so I just kind of expected it. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Like I, after the show, he was all smiles. Like you know, we took some photos with some of the the, the girls that were there, and yeah, it was just a. It, it it was good to see him in that element because mm-hmm. he had all his people there. It was like a party. Yeah. Everybody came. We hanging out backstage. Um, he was super excited. Uh, it was just dope, man. Like, I think we're absolutely going through like a Wale Renaissance right now. It's crazy. Absolutely. The next day we saw that um, No Hands went diamond. Yeah. It's like, how many people have a diamond plaque? I got to remind him to order that plaque because that's Isn't something that, that a lot of people don't have and he needs <laughs> that in his home.
2: Yeah, but then I send it to
1: him and he's like, wow. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm
2: like, what do you mean? Wow. Like, that's crazy.
1: Like, oh no, I ain't hit him yet. I'm trying to figure out how was I involved in the record so I can order a plaque. Like I'm like, yeah, I heard it first. Shit, we sent it to him.
2: Shit, we get we deserve a plaque too. Yeah. Shit. I actually I still want my, my love plaque
1: oh yeah the, the
2: the shit we had to go through to yeah. get my life we gotta check the <laughs> video
1: uh out. the r i double a on that i, she was I, going think, on it's, there. I
2: think it's plat now that that shit was 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 crazy me and josh had to hit up complex for a premiere yeah because it was premiering on entertainment tonight and then like because i think at one point um well it was like y'all just handle it man <laughs> it was like that right.
1: was a moment in time for real <laughs> funny enough the joint for was- dua lipa yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. I remember they had to do a reshoot for the video. Mm-hmm. Wizkid, the Original, he,
2: he did the reshoot of the video the day I got fired.
1: Oh shit! Mm-hmm. So
2: when I got fired from from Cashmere, I left, and I was like, "Day I got fired for going to RAW with you uh, last night." He's like, "Oh, come to the come to the shoot. What so we doing?" I, so, he, so he's literally like, "No, I got you." Like, and 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 I say this to to this day, he didn't even hesitate. Nah, you know what I'm saying, and that shows. And you know, you might hear a lot of stories about him and. You know, at that time before that, I had only known him like personally on a face to face level. How long had it been? Like maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks? Yeah, no, I was other?
1: very early in the relationship and he just, you know, put a lot of trust in us to kinda of go out there and just help with, you know, just the campaign. And I think that, you know, just that moment, that album was uh it was it was a moment in time for him. It was like a transition, mm-hmm. still trying to figure it out, doing some things new, doing some things old. But um, but it was overall successful. I'm happy yeah, for him. I'm happy too. to see where he's at right now. Um, like I said, I feel like we're going through like a Wale Renaissance, and and No Hands going Diamond was kind of like a um a cherry on top of that. Um, I hear there's some new music coming soon. All so right,
2: all right. well, we hear yeah. We haven't heard it. He won't yeah. play it for us. He listens to the show, so that's why I'm making sure that we reiterate that we haven't heard this shit yet. So shout out to Wale, of course. We'll probably we'll we'll, we'll annoy him about the music a little bit later this week, but. Um, big week for you up from there with the Miami rolling loud
1: oh yeah rolling loud man
2: the, uh, that, that's, where festival. I, that's where I'm like how are you alive because I'll,
1: I'll just make it work man <laughs> yeah. i get my sleep in though but um, honestly Miami's one of those places where like you'll look up at the end of the night and it's like 2am and you're like oh shit it feels yeah. like it's 10
0: 10. <laughs> yeah. 100% uh, MC do you feel that way about Miami that's literally every day that might just be South Florida in general you wake up mean <laughs> you look up it feels like nine and it's actually three in the morning. You so don't, I'm pretty sure everybody's used to it.
2: You don't sleep anyway. So, like, you can't really call that Miami shit. I've never, as long as I've known you, you've never slept. You don't ever sleep. You be up with me I, at midnight.
0: I sleep beautiful in New York City. Florida, I'm back to my roots, which is <laughs> not good. I need to change these roots.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah, Rolling Loud is, is a, a, a beast within itself. And I want to shout out to Tariq and, and the whole Rolling Loud team to see that start. From the beginning, I think Casey Veggies was on the first Rolling Loud. Wow. And just to see, and even before that, they were, like, promoting our shows in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, they had this thing called, like, Dope ENT, and I think the other one was called, like, Pro Club or something like that. I
2: remember Pro Club. Yeah. But,
1: um, yeah, man, shout out to them. I've seen that festival from the jump. I'm pretty sure I was, like, watching Uzi set next to Tariq's parents. Oh, that's nice. They're like 80 years old. That's crazy. They had their phones, uh, looking at their phones, I look at the strippers. It was crazy. That <laughs> his pops had like a fake tattoo of like a spider on his head. No. Actually amazing. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've you probably seen them in front. Like in my Instagram story, they're like right in front of the uh the stage, right next to me. But um Did you speak with Uzi? No, I didn't. No, we didn't we didn't we didn't officially squash our beef yet, but um It's coming. I saw a Bari, I saw but I honestly like when I'm at shows, not even when I'm at shows. I've been to so many shows in my lifetime. It's like nothing really quote unquote excites me. Yeah. So like, I'm like, especially when I'm quote unquote working. So like I was really there just observing. I wasn't trying to like, you know, he, he literally called everyone on stage at one point. And was like, yo, where my niggas at? Let's throw some money. <laughs> and like, they were like handing out bricks of money to people to throw. Um, I saw ASAP bar. He said, what's up? He, he literally had like a duffel bag full of money. Jesus. And, um, it was just a party on stage. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Like, I think, a lot of artists take themselves so serious where they're like, I got to have this soul. Like, I mean, and it's not a bad thing. Like, But you see Travis's set. You see ASAP Rocky's set. Yeah. Then you see what Uzi did. And it's Hard. like, Uzi's shit was damn near better, but absolutely comparable. Yeah. And it's like all he did was have a few stripper pose. It
2: was a set design, I saw some booby it. trap shit. It, and it, it was it was interesting because it went away from like mm-hmm. his marketing in the past couple weeks for the pink tape and stuff. Yeah. So it was interesting to see him go that way. I was like, okay, I guess he's on to the next phase. Like, I guess he's. On I the mean, next he just phase.
1: he just is a a, a ghetto ass nigga. That's like, in, <laughs> but he does this creative shit. Like, even when he played the one song, the little punk rock song on there, yeah. like all the strippers was like dancing to that. They was like, <laughs> they was even like, what the fuck? But they was just. <laughs> In it, in the moment, and it just, it works. I mean, Uzi's one of them people, uh. I don't know, man. He he's gonna be studied after he's gone.
2: What what was your takeaway? I think in turn, not not from like the, the the major acts and maybe some of the major acts, but just the way people responded to some of the newer acts that are coming up. Or like, yeah. what was your takeaway from like who's coming up or, or who's really kind of nah. gaining gaining ground and gaining traction?
1: We seeing the change in the guard. Um, Story alone, we had an amazing set. They went crazy for him. Um, Bash for the world. Who's from Texas? He had a great set. O3 Grito had a great set. That's um, his
2: first one back, right? I think. O3 Grito. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. First one back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, who else had a really good set? No Cap. People in the crowd singing No Cap songs, lyric for lyric. Um, he did um the Rilo record. He has a oh, thing wow. for you. That shit went off. Surprisingly, one of my like favorite sets that I just was like lit was um Little TJ. It's funny he gets a lot of internet hate. and It just was like, funny,
2: right? Because I saw on the on the comments on their Instagram when I was looking at the set list for the date, whatever day he was on Sunday. I think yeah.
1: they said I would rather watch
2: whoever than than little TJ and Offset or something like that. And I felt like those two had like really popping ass sets.
1: Bro, TJ set went off. Yeah. I was I watched it from the truck and I watched it from the crowd at one point, and people were singing the lyrics. Yeah. knew who he was. I seen the little white boy front row had little TJ as his like screensaver on his phone. That's crazy. I know it's <laughs> wild, but it's like he got something so um, you know, don't don't blew the internet.
2: Yeah, no, I absolutely think, not.
1: Yeah, and I, I just think like, you know, hip hop is in this really um, just transitional phase right now. They're trying to figure it out. We're trying to see who's going to be the next big thing, but mm-hmm. I have faith. I think there's a lot of artists that are going to pop up and and really kind of take over and take this to the next level.
2: I I I always look at like the like the early in the day sets to see when the people, it's not like super. Well, it was packed every the whole night, yeah. the whole day. Rolling Loud, like mm-hmm. there's there's never really like an empty moment. So, so I, can't, I can't really I can't really call a metric on that anymore. But like some of the newer up and coming people, are like like s- Snot, I looked at his shit and I okay. was like, bro, he's got like a real like biggest yeah, like
1: little hip too. He got if you that's the thing about Rolling Loud and how they curate that set. They're not bringing nobody that ain't got no fans on. Like yeah. I, I saw Tia Korean, her set kind of went off. Tony Snow set went off. Um, I mean, even I brought him up a, earlier, but Bash for the World, like I've been tuned in and I've seen in this last, um, I would say in the last six months, mm-hmm. it's just, just been really, really growing. And I saw somebody on Twitter this morning say like Bash for the World is going to have like one of those yeet moments very, very soon. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a dark horse that just kind of comes out of the pack and really goes crazy in the <laughs> next six months
2: that's the thing with Yeet, too. Was he on this set? No, he wasn't, which is
1: interesting. I think, yeah, really interesting that he wasn't on Rolling Loud. I think they've been, like, very purposely not putting him on a lot of festival uh, dates. Um, I'm not sure the strategy. I think Rolling Loud is a perfect place for him to be.
2: And he could keep doing it. I feel like there's a lot of cities that may may have not seen him in a really long time or may have never seen him at all. I think that he brings that energy. I mean, if you're going to have a Destroyed Lonely up there, Yeet seems to be like the the perfect person to put on another stage or a little bit later than that. So it was interesting to me not seeing him there at all.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't get that. I think, you know, again, I think that's just something from his team. I'm pretty sure he's invited, mm-hmm. I, you know, but I think with Yeet and run Loud in general, I think that's your, you know, that crowd is a very specific crowd. And if you make music that caters to that crowd, you need to go there and embrace it. Every time. Because... That's your bread and butter. Like if you look at Rolling Loud, they very much took the Ultra um, playbook. Mm-hmm. It's damn near the four the same five headliners: Travis, like Future, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky, Kodak Black, and Playboy some, Cardi.
2: And sometimes it'll be Kendrick. Yeah. Then be, you mix in
1: the Kanye or Kendrick, yeah. or like you kind of go out to a J Cole. But it's like the fo- It's the same five headliners. Yeah. And you just rotate them out, and it works every single time. Every time, it's like, why wouldn't I go and get that bag every single time?
2: Where are they at next? Is it New York next?
1: Um, you know what I'm saying? Might be in new September.
0: York. Yeah. Usually they do like the fall. They do it in New York City. Yeah. Let me take a look.
1: And I think LA's after
0: that. So L.A. usually in December.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
2: I um I, I caught the the blue face Krishan thing, the new season of that. Mm. Uh. Still a hard watch, but they it show it chronicled them at uh, Rolling Loud that like I guess last oh, December yeah. when they couldn't get on stage or something like that. So it's usually December for LA. So
1: okay.
2: yeah, um, how, how he keeps getting booked for that, I don't know. Me neither. Because I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know any of his new songs. I mean,
1: Blueface is one of those ones. Though it's like you kind of got to, once you have a few of these little kind of hits, you can do you, a whole thirty minutes. You, you'll pop up every year. Yeah. You know who uh, else kind of went off this year? And Ellie Chopper. He's having a crazy year on the low. He's having a run. He's having a run right now. Some key
2: remixes of kind of yeah. put him on the his map album
1: there, so. was was did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nah. And Elie Choppa is doing his thing right now.
2: He's. He, I mean, the kid's not a bad rapper.
1: Not a bad rapper. I think
2: that it's just the antics that. But they, what's they, the antics really? Because he's such all. a. I mean, oh,
1: I guess he's, you know, a he's doing the Doctor Sebi shit. Yeah, like. like it's but that. you understand? He's the nicest fucking kid. Really. He's not a character at all. Like, I've met him a couple times. Cool as fuck. Yeah. Calm, on time. Like, he's not what the record reflects. Yeah. And, you know, I think... He had those moments where he was kind of tripping I, Like I know now he doesn't even run his socials. Like he's just like oh, not wow. on social. Okay. But it's not even like he's doing anything to not be on social. This dude runs with his parents. Like his mom okay. and his dad are like his management. They're like everywhere with him. Like yeah. Mama Choppa, She got a big ass ring. <laughs> big ass <laughs> championship ring on her finger. So yeah, shout out to Analy Chopper. Um, he just went number one at Urban Radio with his record with Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the whole Warner uh, Records record staff, my boy Matt. He's an on there. So
2: speaking of Lil, Lil Wayne. Speaking of Lil Wayne, Carter Four. Blacks oh, for, for the love of God. Coming next week. I'm not going to say anything.
0: I'm before not going to say anything. Before you say anything, Rolling Loud is actually not coming to New York City this year. The festival's organizers oh, announced yeah. today, which was in March, citing logistical concerns. They said they're not coming to New York.
1: They
2: this year. always have problems in New York, though. That's probably why. No, I that's appreciate. what it
1: was. Remember, New York. The cops were trying to like shut it down yeah. and take people off the roster. Yeah, so yeah they, I did hear that. I remember that when I came out.
2: That's the, that's them losing. a i I mean, I'm pretty sure it's to to them it's a drop in the bucket, but that's a sizable amount of money that they bring in
1: when Rolling Loud comes. Yeah, out, so. but also Rolling Loud in New York ain't really a vibe. <laughs> I can I can attest to that. I think LA is a little better, but also LA ain't the biggest vibe. Miami yeah. just feels like very good. Yeah, other markets. I mean, I don't know. The Germany and Portugal look lit. But
2: but they love festivals out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, love but, it. Yeah, and that, and Miami is a festival place yeah. with Ultra and just all the the big dance EDM scene. But mm-hmm. when they try it in other domestic markets, like, it doesn't always ring off as it should.
0: It's not. As yeah, loud. I would like I would like New York City when it comes to like experiencing more local artists like Cash Cobain, Chow Lee. I would like to see that at a Rolling Loud New York City than it would be like as an away game. I guess you would say out in Miami because you know it's a different audience. Yeah. They're getting used to performing out in Florida in areas where they've more than likely all only performed in the tri-state area. So in that case, I would like to see more local artists in that sense. But that's mainly it.
1: Yeah. No. And I, and I think they do a really good job of curating with local artists. Um, speaking of New York artists, D.D. Osama, I saw him. Shit was cool.
0: He performed there too?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah he, oh, he was he, on he, Saturday.
1: No, nah, he was on Sunday. He was, on, it? He was okay. on Sunday. And then he like, right after him was no cap. And he just was chilling on stage with no cap. <laughs> it was funny. It was like D.D. Osama, 21 Hero, Sean Kingston. It was the most what? random bunch of rappers on stage for no cap's performance. It was really random.
0: Ain't that nigga sh- getting in trouble right now cool. for faking that plane? Sean Kingston? Faking well, what plane? He said he bought a jet, and some nigga exposed him and and said it was uh, and said he he got one of the jets that are just like cut in half, and you could oh,
1: kind of God. flex it on Instagram. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked at that. Yeah, I mean, Sean Kingston something.
2: had fake ass jewelry back in the day. That that's he just might be a fake ass nigga, man. That's, man. that's just what it is.
3: They uh, he had hits though. I'll say that. Speaking of hits. antics,
2: did y'all see this real uh real Boston Richie thing at Famu?
1: Oh yeah, I did see that. That's actually amazing. <laughs> I will. I will Let's tell the story.
2: So Real Boston Richie has a new song that came out last uh last Friday. Uh he kept hyping the video. He was like, video's coming. Just wait. The video's coming out. And the video is him with the FAMU players. He's wearing their gear.
1: He's wearing he's like he's looking like the coach. He has yeah. like on a uh like, like a the polo, polo. Yeah. and then a helmet. It's at one point. He's in and out of the helmet. And so literally I wanna say maybe
2: hours after this video comes out, uh the, the the account, the Twitter account, or the X account, I'm sorry comes out and says, "Uh, you know, this is not what we had planned. This is not – we didn't know anything about this. Yeah. Uh, there will be nothing – you know, th- did they ban real Boston Richie? I feel like they nah, banned the them. Coach,
1: the coach, coach came out and was – no, the coach – the coach Suspended the whole team. He suspended the team and was like, yo, we're doing an investigation on how this happened, and none of the player. – we're suspending the whole team right now indefinitely. They're trying to figure it out. I mean, it's 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 a funny formality thing. I think he just had to do it to kind of hold someone accountable. Yeah, they're in training camp right now, they, so they're not like it's, it's in not, trouble. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're gonna get reprimanded somehow. Yeah, I heard there was some people online talking about some scholarships to get taken away. I doubt it. That's <laughs> it's not you over over. They need everybody they can get
2: <laughs> <laughs> over real Boston Richie, but but bigger than that is is that I feel like he got some for the first time in a while. He got some good positive. Uh, if you want to call that positive, I mean, I I feel like not for like the the players, but I feel like a lot of people thought it was cool they did the video and the, the, like honestly whole thing blew
1: up. The video was cool. I saw it. I think the, them getting in trouble made it a bigger story. Bigger Story, yeah. But it, it's interesting, man. My thing is, I want real Boston Richie to not be in some shit. True. I just want your music to impact, just because it's fire, and just because you got some shit going. It's
0: a good song too.
1: Yeah, song. It's fire. <laughs> that's some
0: like pretty cool shit though. At HBCU, yeah. you just show mad love, especially for fam. That's crazy. Uh,
2: yeah, but I, I see, I see both ends. I see Josh's side. I see, and I see, you know, everybody just side. Everyone th- is looking at it like, oh, he's a real rebel. I think that's what people like to see. Like it's, it's some troll shit. I think that's what we love. We love meme culture and shit like that. But on the other end, it's like. How long is will this subside you know, when when this subsides, what will he have after that? So it's yeah. like now all he has is the is the is the song and a video where a lot of people got suspended for it. So it's just like it's cool for him, but where's the Almet? Nigga it's supposed to have been out yeah. this month.
1: <laughs> I wanna say too, on that on that note, um, Blue Bucks clan and OGZ did it first. They filmed a video at Oregon State. Oh, they did. They were in the press conference room. They had jerseys up. And nobody got in trouble. They had bitches in the video. (laughs) It was lit. So shout out to Oregon State. Best Nike program in all of college football. So they do it right.
2: Josh and I are like very much different in our opinion. So when you listen to the show, you'll hear him say one thing and I'll say something else.
1: One of our big points of our show is that we want to be informative. We don't want to kind of hide the secrets. Like we want to kind of give the secrets so other people can kind of do it and follow our blueprint, our Blackprint.
2: You know, when we started, we didn't know how many people were going to listen. And then when people started you know, tuning in, we were like, this is
1: really something that, that could go somewhere.
2: Hey Alexa, play Blackprint Radio on it.
1: Now playing Blackprint Radio.
2: There it goes. <laughs> I got to do an update here to a conversation that we had last episode, or I think it was on Throw blacks, I want to say. Okay. Mark has started The Wire, Josh.
1: Oh, shit. I know. Yeah. We was in the group chat dropping some I don't know. I can't I haven't watched it in so long. This shit, some of the shit you are referencing, I didn't know what you we were talking about. J5 knew exactly, but yeah. I'm glad you started, man. It's a real nigga show, finally.
0: Hey, I take my handshake bets very serious. Oh, he, he wants you Blacks. to start. <laughs> what, what? He
2: wants you to start soft fart.
1: Oh, soft. Oh my
0: God.
2: Just season one. He just said season I'll one. start. I'll
0: start it. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna let you know. I take my handshake bets very serious. So you, I did start. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: I did start the. I did start the wire for the first time. Thank God. After years and years of people telling me it went way better than the first time that i watched it originally my dad had put it on for me and my sister like a couple of years ago and it was just too much i was on vacation i was like i'm not trying to get too serious with this show right now but now it felt way <laughs> better was dad playing wire for you he's it. like y'all never seen this he's like y'all never seen this i'm about to put this shit on right now and
1: put it on a and real we just, one
0: that's not like some bad we
1: shit to do though that's like <laughs> but it's like some real shit's like nigga you ain't never seen
0: this shit <laughs> this right now, I was like, "I'm like you are trying to go go out shopping." This nigga said, no look, look naughty right there." <laughs> and he put it on. I, I think it was like ten, fifteen minutes. I'm like, "Man, I'm on vacation. I'm not trying to get into this drama right now." But it felt a little bit better. So but the thing is, I Why is th-
2: actually a way funnier show than like yeah. a lot of people give it credit for. It's a funny fucking show. That's what I'm saying. It's I not didn't know oh, that.
1: It's not that dark.
0: It's not
2: dour and dark. Yeah, yeah it's, it's
0: pretty funny. It's not that it's dour and dark. I just knew that I would have had to focus. So I'm up to episode six right now. I just watched six last night. So technically I'm on episode seven. Yeah. I wrote down some notes. Yeah. I took some ideas. There have been a lot of people that said, when I start The Wire, document it in a form of fashion. Yeah. And I'm making sure that I do so right now. I have five questions okay. for my first five episodes. I'd like to share this with you guys okay. and my, possibly get some answers. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get some answers if or not. If it's spoilery, but I'm not going to answer it. No spoilers at all. I okay. would like everybody that has not watched The Wire ever, just like how I was until this past Sunday, None of this contains spoilers, so you should be completely okay if you do want to start this with me, specifically, and watch all five seasons throughout the next couple of weeks or months or whatever it is. Okay. I want to start by saying, before I get to any of these five questions, I want to start by saying, before I get to any of these five questions, Lance Riddick is great. May he rest in peace. R.I.P. Really good. R.I.P. Yeah. Really good. My first question, however... Where are the Bar- where are the Barksdales getting these baggy turtlenecks from? Could you guys answer that for me? <laughs> Shit, they getting it from
2: they're oh getting it from God. the uh, Harold Penner Man of Fashion. That's that's for all my DMV heads. Harold Penner Man of
3: Fashion <laughs> the mall. They getting
2: them from there. Shout out to shout out to everybody in DMV, Norfolk,
0: all the places. I've liked these turtlenecks, but they're just a big and, and they're mixed and they're putting turtlenecks with everything. Like big jackets, light jackets. <laughs>
2: it was cold, nigga. I saw exactly. I saw the dope boys dress back in the day.
0: I didn't think of the weather concerns. Okay. So I, okay, I complete Okay. So I have the answer of where they're getting the turtlenecks. Okay, number two. Have I met the person that's gonna pass Bunk or Kima as my favorite character? Who? Have I have I have I met anybody that's going to top Bunk or Kima as my favorite character of Kima, this entire series?
2: Kima, yes. Yeah.
1: Bunk probably not. Okay. I I you, Would you agree? Put a little, I would agree. I a, I'm, a, I'm trying to think has Snoop popped up yet? No, season 4. She has not. Uh, season 4. She okay. has not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
0: I did make a little bit of an asterisk here. I think that I've answered my own question. It may be Lester, but I'm not positive yet.
1: <laughs> I, gonna, I like uh what's my boy's name? Who Herc? Nah, the light skin nigga. Bubbles? No, not he's, bubbles. Talking the cop. he's talking about the cop. We talking about the no, not the cop. cop. Oh. I'm talking about the nigga that be uh, serving. He. De-
2: oh, oh, I know I you. Was, talk I was about, about to about say a big uh, spoiler shit. just now. <laughs> oh, D? <laughs> not D.
0: Uh, home, home. Oh, why is he? Why? Is I, he?
1: I, I know it's like right on the tip of my I mean, tongue. To,
0: if he's not by season one episode he's five, on, no, he's, don't he's, say he's it. on the
1: block already. He's on yeah. the block already.
2: He's on the block already. He's got the he's got the uh he's always got the Scully on shit.
0: Uh, Are you talking about Mac Wilds? No,
2: nah. not Mac Wilds. Why? Why can I think of? I can think of every character right now, but him.
1: It's literally on the tip of my fucking tongue. Oh.
0: Serving and he's got the Scully on. Okay, so he's there's nice a possibility. he was
2: on Oz. He was on Oz. Uh, I know exactly he's talking about. I know people are like about to shoot us right now for uh, oh, man, not knowing this character. It's in all the rap videos. <laughs> too. Yeah, he, like oh my god, he was Bodie. Bodie, yes. Bodie. Bodie is my favorite. That's character. Mac. That's Walls, ain't it? No, oh. man. Mac Walls. J D uh, Williams is his name. Yeah, J D Woods. Mac Walls is um one of the kids, man.
1: He's, I think he's, he plays Michael. He no.
2: Michael. You know, you haven't met him yet. Oh, oh, okay, okay, met okay, okay. That's so it. I haven't. Later. Said, okay. Down the line. Down the line. Down the line. See, this is what okay. happens when you don't watch a show. After twenty years, is that people okay start that. telling you about characters
0: that haven't yeah. shown up yet? Yeah. and You waiting for
2: I'm them? I'm okay with that. They don't. Sh- they- he's not showing up for a- quite some time. So you got you got some time, buddy. But
0: third question. Okay, I have I have heard of a Bodhi. I just have not seen this Bodhi as a he's, video. He's side been note. There. You've definitely seen he's him. Been oh, oh, he is? Oh, I've he's seen Bodhi oh, already. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's been there. He's, side he's note: not Have prominent. you guys? Pl- he's
2: not prominent enough yet. He's okay. he's gonna become prominent in a mm, yeah, about two episodes. I'm just saying, he's gonna be prominent about two episodes. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Side note, have you guys ever played Mac Wilde's R&B album? This is not part of the questions. This is no, a side note. No. no. Great album. You guys should listen to it. No, it's not. <laughs> Number three. How legendary is Wood Harris for being Ace Boogie and Avon Barksdale within months of each other?
2: He was a legend. Yeah. I mean, he, he was. I, I think at one point, a lot of people thought of him as like, I'm going to say like next Denzel, but like that next black actor that was. on the. I company. mean, he
1: was uh, he was like, oh, it's funny. People always say I look like him. And then we you got the same last bit. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Tyler. Really? People always say we yeah, look like oh, all, all three of us <laughs> look alike. I think you more it's than thing. Tyler does, though. I, I think so too. Yeah. But some racist shit. <laughs> just, Ward Harris. All right. I like Wood Harris, sir. I I think he's one of the better act- actors out here. He's in something else recently that I really like.
2: He was a was he a Space Jam?
1: No, he wasn't in Space Jam. He nah. was in
2: um he was in Creed three. Ah
0: uh, yes, he was He was yeah in Creed yes. been that, actually. He was in
2: Creed three. I bring it
0: up because I'm very, very astonished. I've seen Paid in Full. That is one movie you cannot say I've never seen. I've seen it at least a hundred times, so I'm very familiar with Wood Harris. But seeing him as Avon in The Wire, knowing that this is around that 2002 area, I'm like, you are very fucking talented for being able to pull off almost two different parallels of characters, even though they're both around the, involved the drug game. Did you get to the? Did you get to that yet? <laughs> No. Okay. Whatever you're doing, I don't know what it is. Okay. Come, pay attention. Make sure you pay attention. All right. Next question. Okay. Number four. Do you see what alcohol does? Alcohol plays a terrible theme within these first five episodes. Not only so have heroin. I seen... Mc-
3: right. <laughs> so does well,
0: Yes, that is a fair fact. But not only have I seen McNulty fall down hills, I've seen three of the biggest fucking idiots in this show... Drive up to the Jecks at 2 in the morning and almost die. Alcohol is playing too big of a factor in these first five episodes. And it's made me hate Carver. It's made me hate the other two that I can't remember their Carver names. Carver
2: and Herc. Yeah. I- Listen, man. Alcohol is not going to stop being a theme, uh, specifically in McNulty's life. So yeah. get ready for that.
0: <laughs> You're going to be
2: pissed a lot during the show over alcohol he's in McNulty.
1: I just thought about it. Wood Harris is in BMF and uh, Winning Time.
2: He's in BMF?
1: Yes, he's really good in BMF. He is too. in Winning
2: Time. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's really good oh in God. BMF, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. This is one of the greatest character actors Yo, of, of all good. time. Like, he's good. He's <laughs> like in the first
1: season only, though, I think. he. Yeah.
2: And the thing that's crazy about character actors like Wood Harris is that they always have to audition. He every role he gets, he auditions for. And I think it's, I think that, that
1: he better not be more. making him audition.
2: Bro, he's, he's for sure auditioning to everything, everything he does.
1: Yeah. BMF. Sure. He's good in BMF though. He I plays Pat. I got to check that. Out. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> like there. one of Meach's first connects.
2: I heard it got bad though. Uh,
1: you know what? I stopped watching it before they got to Atlanta. So I'm not really sure like what's going on. Okay.
2: All right. Last question. Cause you got to now? well, I didn't know that. We got to talk I'm, about, uh, we got to talk about something else visually too.
0: Okay. Number five. Oh shit! Number five was: Have y'all ever played Mac Wild's debut album? Jesus, Holy shit. Out Just here. play it. Oh my! Just I'm play not it. Playing it.
2: I don't like. I didn't like own it. So like that was that was really you the. Didn't like own it. No.
0: Wow. Go also, side it. note: Michael B. Jordan's actually pretty good in right here. Well, how old is he in here? He's like, Really like, good. 14? Oh, yeah. That might yeah. been his
1: first role. Yeah. That might still... been when he was running around with his uh, headshots.
0: Yeah. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was still the corny guy then. So. Yeah. When I seen that, I was like, hey, I don't blame this thing. He's actually pretty good, right? I don't want to spoil it, but there is a there is a section where he gets some money. And he was like, "Man, I don't want these two, man." I, I was like, "Okay,
2: it's pretty, it's pretty good." <laughs> they told, they told, it, "Uh, shit, I can't even talk to you about nothing." Yeah, we, like, can't, we, we can't, we we'll can't come back to this. It. We'll come back to this in a couple of days. Uh, last weekend was a big, big, big weekend in movies, and I know what you guys think. I'm gonna talk about, but what I really want to talk about is uh, the John Boyega, Jamie Fox, Tenoya Paris movie. They clone Tyrone.
1: I haven't seen it. I'm gonna start it tonight, though.
2: My my
1: G, my nigga,
2: that is one of my favorite movies of the year. Huh. I, I'm interested in what you say about it. Because my thing is, is it, as I'm watching it, and I hate that I'm watching movies under this lens now, I'm thinking, is Josh going to think this is corny? And I really don't no, think you're going gonna... <laughs> to... I really don't it. think you are.
1: I've been hearing about this movie for a while. Um, shout out to Charles King and Macro. They produced it. Yep. Charles King is like one of my expanders. He's someone I kind of look up to. He just is doing it the right way in Hollywood as a black man. And um, I've, I've heard about this movie for a little bit of time. Funny enough... um. What's my guy's name? I was about to call him Childish Major. Teddy Walton. Yeah, he did Teddy the soundtrack. Teddy Walton actually did the soundtrack. So yeah. I've just been hearing about this in different circles. Um, I heard it's good. The, the one of the movie posters, uh, recreated the Goonies poster. Yep. So I'm already sold. Um, yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I'm literally gonna start it tonight. That's that's on my list.
2: It is to me such a subversive movie where I don't know how you how you leaned on. Um, sorry to bother you.
1: I love Sorry to bother you.
2: I I didn't like Sorry to bother yeah. you. I think that. This movie's doing message-wise, what's what Boots Riley thought that he was doing in that Mm. movie, and I think as far as like the subversion is that you're the the movie makes you think like you're seeing things, but it's not really there, or you're questioning is it really there? Yeah, and I think that there's a there's a level of paranoia there that I think is like really rampant throughout it, where it's like it really makes you feel uneasy. It's a lot scarier than people give it credit for too. Like in terms of just like yo, like as a black person, what if? It, and, it, and it posits the idea, kind of like Get Out does, but to a, a bigger extent here. Like, like, what if you weren't really you or, or people were trying to take who you were away, your essence, hmm. who you are? So it really deals with identity. And I think identity is important is an important thing as a black person because it's like, we, we kind of struggle with that all the time. It's like how we talk, mm. how we yeah. act, how we dress. It's always under the microscope. And the movie deals with that in a lot of ways, and especially the roles that we have in communities. So it's like, okay. it really, I, I love the movie a lot. I think that it was also... An example and a reminder just how fucking good jamie fox is at this shit
1: i heard they cloned him recently <laughs> alternative news sources they told me that alternative news sources vaccine
2: like, <laughs> like, yeah. is, I, I look on twitter now and it's literally whenever you see a story like that they're like vaccine i yeah. like what
1: i, I, yeah, I, I emojis
2: he, I'm glad that he's back to me you know, too. He's back I, to I'm talking. glad he put
1: out that, that video. Yeah, I don't, I, that's my thing. I always believe the family, and like they're like, yo, he's fine, he's just recovering. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he, he said it perfectly. I like, wanted to see it like that, yeah, which I totally respect. Yeah. Um, this was obviously done before. Mm-hmm. The sh- was it a stroke he had? I don't it, even it, know.
2: He's not really saying yeah. it to me. Yeah, the way his mean, face that. looks, the amount of weight it looks like he lost, it looks to me like it, it might have been stroke related or yeah. something like that. But... Um, I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that, you know, it it made me appreciate him so much more because Mm. I feel like the Jamie Foxx movie lately, I've been like, "Ah," I mean, I know he's going to be good, but like, you know, you don't know if the movie's going to be good. But like, this made me really like, yo, I got, I really got to go back to like appreciating this man while he's still here.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
2: And this movie is really, again, he's playing a role that has so much depth to it. He's a pimp in the movie, but it's like, he's a pimp that, you know, when these characters understand their defined roles. It's like, how do you break that role, and how do yeah. I, how do I redefine my own identity? So, check out the Clone Tyrone. I want to hear your thoughts on it, Josh.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Season. I'm literally gonna watch it tonight. I was, it was literally on my list
2: because so. I was literally watching. Like, is Josh gonna think this is
1: corny because I think this movie right, We're gonna see.
2: I was mad though because I was like, why the fuck isn't this in theaters, but the Blackening is?
1: Oh my god, the Blackening.
2: I, I rewatched the Blackening the other week, and I was like, <sighs> I was watching it. Uh, my friend Jen came over, and she was watching it, and she was like, "Did Chat GPT write this?" And I was like, <laughs>
1: Wow. My biggest, one of my biggest gripes with it is the opening scene. They because they can only pay the two real actors for, yeah. for ten minutes of time. Yeah, they ran through their lines so so fast. fast. Yeah, they do. It was crazy. And then the next scene is the car scene with uh, the the guy, the the homosexual guy in the video, in the movie. Yeah. He wrote it actually. Yeah, he co-wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And then all the jokes are just cliches that's not landing. Well, I've already went on this tirade yeah. already, but. Those two scenes set me up for a bad movie, and I can't believe that people like it. Uh, if you like it, I'm judging you hard. Um, You're going to love this. I want to check out Declan Tyrone. It looks, look, just from the marketing, looks 10 times as better.
2: If You know you know John Carpenter? Yeah. yeah. It's like a John Carpenter exploitation movie.
1: Really curious about John Boyega. I've always kind of, he's, he's a little corny to me.
2: I think he's good here. He don't got much to say. I think he- He, he really emotes, don't say much. Well, well, I mean, I'm talking about his character. Like yeah. he emotes a lot A lot through his uh, Personality and his face He doesn't He doesn't actually say A lot in the movie It's really It leans on His reactions to what Jimmy Fox and Tenoya Paris are doing
1: Okay He's, He reminds me of like a, a Jonathan Majors But like Not Jonathan Majors Not Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Like he could like I feel like they, they're they Always up for the same role <laughs> And it's just One of the other gets it Like I, they literally Feel like the same actor they're like
2: I need a buff nigga Call John
1: Yeah <laughs> I think he about to get A lot more roles now Moving forward <laughs>
2: But uh, last weekend was also the rise of uh, Barbenheimer. Barbie mm. comes out, Oppenheimer comes out. Tell you right now, this is the worst city to live in when there's like a hype movie weekend like this because you're not gonna be able to see it oh, anywhere. My goodness. I only saw Barbie yesterday. Okay. Um, and I had to go to Northridge to go see that shit. Oh my goodness! Some, like I went to Northridge Fashion Center, which I've never which been. to Which is nice. Before. It's, it's
1: big as fuck.
2: It's super huge. I was like, I've never walked through before. there one
1: day. It's yeah, that's one of their nicer malls. I like it.
2: I don't like their. MCs. What was your Barbie
1: fit? Uh.
2: My Barbie fit. I had a I had a pink hat on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going in no Barbie fit. I actually don't got worry. a Barbie
1: fit. I got a T-shirt that I haven't. I got the Young Money, uh, Nicki Minaj,
2: Barbie, oh wow. Barbie
1: bitch T-shirt. Yeah, I got it when they did the shows. <laughs> I just never wore it. I'm like, oh, this is the perfect time to wear. It.
2: There was a lot of Barbie fits, though. Yeah, they got them off. I appreciated how multicultural it was going into the movie. It was it it was, it was all types of little girls uh, from all different ages, all different races that was coming to see the movie. Um, I'm interested in your thoughts on the movie as well.
1: I've heard good things.
2: I thought it was really good. I thought it was great. Ryan Gosling kills it. Mm. I thought he was the best part about the movie. Okay. Like, the Ken thing was funny. It has a lot to say, and I think that walking out of it, you'll be thinking about it a lot. Um, it has a lot to say about of, of obviously femininity, but also like uh, f- fragile masculinity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It has a lot to say about those two things. I don't know if it stuck the landing on one of them. I okay. I, I think that it was, it's only 111 minutes long. It's not a long movie like at all. I like
1: that. I hate we, long movies.
2: Which is good, but I think that they had so many ideas that they're just throwing at you. And by the end, it's like, all right, how are we about to wrap this up? And then they don't, they don't kind of wrap it all up at the end. And okay. it's, it's tough to do so because the movie has to play to so many off- audiences. Like, little
1: kids, yeah.
2: women, men. They wanted everybody to come to this movie, clearly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, John Cena's in the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like, they wanted everybody to come into the movie. But I feel like it, in trying to serve all these masters, they, could, they really didn't serve anyone in the end. Like, they, they just made an entertaining movie. Like, it's one of my favorites of the year, for sure. Like, visually, Josh, you're going to be... like blown away like just the way that they recreated all the dream houses and all that stuff like the cars all of it like it's a really well done movie technically like the set design deserves an oscar alone for that shit like wow
1: it's it's crazy i wonder if it get nominated
2: i I think it will i i think at the very least ryan gosling is probably going to get nominated for oscar okay (laughs) for sure he's that good he's that good he's dancing singing acting all he's doing everything. That's funny. Like he he's he's killing it in, in the role. I think Will is funny in the fucking movie too. Like he this just the right amount of Will ferrell where it's not like it's not like too much Will ferrell but like it, it was a great movie. I, I i went in with like low expectations and then as people start saying how good it was, I was like, okay, maybe I should really look forward to this and I wasn't disappointed. I'm gonna see Oppenheimer this this Friday though.
1: That's yeah, I've movie. been hearing some bad things about Oppenheimer. Not bad. Not even bad. I just I heard I've been hearing. well oh, I've heard good reviews, but the Watching experience has been bad. Like I heard, everyone like the IMAX film has just been stopping. Like oh wow, somewhere I think it might have been in one of the AMC's. Like it stopped, like twenty with twenty minutes left to go, and then it came back with no sound. They had to start it over and it wasn't really the the 70 millimeter yeah. IMAX version. Well have you seen how big the reel is? Yeah, I heard it's like pounds.
2: Yeah, it's like, like heavy as hell. It's like at the Chinese theater, it's like sticking out of the projectionist room. They actually yeah, have to that, build
1: a rig. That's what I heard. I had to and I heard that because of that, a lot of the like seventy millimeter showings Are haven't really? really been. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's interesting. Um Chris Nolan, he's I'm gonna check it out. He's uh he
2: is like a psycho like a psychopath when it comes to like that technical stuff when it's yeah. like he filmed it all on imax so it's like it's got to be in this format and i'm i'm hope oh i'm seeing it in imax at burbank 16 it's like it's like limax whatever but like
1: I, I have to see it yeah it's sold out literally it's sold out every single day this week yeah no that's just crazy <laughs> I, it, funny enough first time i saw the trailer for this shit i said what the fuck is this movie about
2: exactly i said the same i said the same thing i was like bro i do not want to see nothing about the atomic bomb bro yeah I, re- I, mean, hey. I
1: i really don't know what the fuck the movie's about still
0: 20 a, minutes left the audio goes out it sounds sounds pretty accurate you know what the ending is <laughs> right yeah. it's based off of the life of
2: of oppenheimer and his i guess there was a book and mm. nolan adapted that book or certain parts of the book
1: into this story. Well, oppenheimer's a person
2: yeah he's a person he's mm. the guy he's the guy he's still Murphy, a murphy's character you learn a lot about him i think uh and i think that people didn't know anything about him i think from what i've heard you do learn i didn't know he was jewish mm. so like there was definitely like a, a side of him where it was like yo he's He's about to go wipe out a whole bunch of people that's been doing his people wrong. So it's like, Sick. is it revenge or is it, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I am glad that from, from what uh, Dom has told me and what Pat has told me, they've seen the movie already, that they do reckon with, the, with, with what he did. Mm. He does question what he did and killing all those people. So like, I, I, that's what I want to see, how they, how they deal with that part of it. So it sounds good. We'll see. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about this missing girl? Scenario,
1: oh man, Carly Russell. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about it, man. Because I honestly was following this case from when it dropped. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. Oh, you know, I'll be on Reddit. You were skeptical. I was on Reddit. I was on the subreddit. <laughs> what was the,
2: what was the that, Reddit temperature? Well, no, hold on, hold I'ma on. Tell you. Before we before we get there, I want to put a whole disclaimer out that I I am hoping that this is not a, a situation where you that where you're like you're you're skeptical of anyone
1: saying that in the future. Oh no, I mean not at all. I think. The story was just... It's been Food done before. She just took it to the max. <laughs> She's crazy. Out of her mind. Let's tell the story. Um, Carly Russell, on I think it was a Friday night even.
2: It was like two weeks ago or something was like that,
1: right? two, two weeks ago. I think it was like a Friday or Thursday night. It might have been a Friday night because she was literally gone for a weekend. Yeah. She,
2: she, she showed up on Monday at the yeah, doorstep.
1: like crazy. She can That's what they do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who, what, hold on. Who is they? Who, the is Who is they? Get away from some responsibilities for the weekend. Who is they? Sneaky link.
1: Who is that? They want to go, I don't know people, people who do these things, okay. crazy people, people that are out of their mind. Not I. I don't want to say crazy. Okay, people who are just trying to escape their responsibilities and reality. So Friday, um, she's driving on the road. Mm-hmm. She says she calls. She's
2: in Alabama too, by the
1: way. Alabama, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls. She calls nine one one first. She calls nine one one. She that, says, "I see a baby on the road." The
2: nine one one thing caught me off because I'm like, you know, they could track you, right?
1: I mean, she's obviously not the smartest. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's what they what do. do. She's okay. obviously not the smartest, but she she thought she was smart. It's funny when smart people when people who aren't that smart think they're doing something smart. It's yeah. like you you thought you had it. <laughs> so she calls nine one one. She's driving on the on the on the highway. She calls nine one one. And says that she sees a, a baby on the side of the road. Now, mind you, she's driving. They said she drove six football fields seeing this baby. So, it's like either the baby's running fast as passed hell. a big baby. Or you passed the baby a mile ago. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We, we're we not sure. But you call. She says she sees a baby. Um, a boy. Shirt on. No, no pants. Um... She, you know, she needs some help. They're like, okay, like, we're, we're and the, the shout out to nine one one dispatcher because they didn't judge. They asked all the right questions and was tripping her up already. <laughs> they were like, okay, we're sending someone out. What kind of car are you in? Uh, a red Benz. It's just like it's just even her saying that. I'm like, okay. They're like, is it an SUV or sedan? SUV? Oh, I mean, sedan. It's like you don't know what car you in. You know, like, what's going on? So calls him, hangs up. Then she calls her boyfriend's sister. Mm-hmm. Now, this is her boyfriend's sister. That's always an interesting person to call. Yeah. You're never really, really cool with the boyfriend's sister.
2: You shouldn't be, at least. You,
1: you shouldn't be, but you never really are. Yeah. It's like, it's always a contentious relationship. But I the, could, Hey, I can attest. But the boyfriend's <laughs> sister is close to the boyfriend always. True. So, whatever tea you tell him or her. I'm telling him. Exactly. Yeah. So, she's like, hey. I'm on the side of the road. Why are you calling a boyfriend's sister and telling her this, first of all? I'm on the side of the road. I see a baby. They need to release that call. Uh, if anyone recorded it, I guess no one recorded that call. They can, find, call. It. They can yeah. find it. They can find it. Yeah, they can. They listen it. So calls the boyfriend's sister, tells her what's going on. I see a baby on the side of the road. Yep. Uh, and then, abruptly, she starts screaming. <laughs> Phone hangs up. <laughs> snatches her wig off. Leaves it on the side of the road. <laughs> takes her Apple Watch off. Leaves it in the car. She thinks she's doing something smart, but she's not. So, mind you, they have footage of all this. <laughs> the footage. Wait, they did? Yeah, because they have like the cameras oh, on the, the interstate. Car- yeah, yeah. So they see the footage shows, and they were like, they were trying to be very PC about it. Say so, yeah, a figure, get out the car, leave the car door open, and then go off into the woods. Be- Before this full story came out, there were so many theories. People were like, oh, Someone else was driving her car and, oh, and they went out into the woods. They just
2: smoke for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was a, car. It was
1: so many little, little <laughs> theories and things out. Long story short, she goes off into the woods. Um, there was
2: a hysterical call to her mother or something too, I thought. Or was it that was the sister? I think that was the sister. Okay. That was the sister okay. where she
1: starts screaming on the phone. That's okay. a hysterical call. So she goes out into the woods all weekend. It's a manhunt. They're looking for. That's they got sadism. dogs out. They they looking up other cases. They neglecting other cases. Funny enough, there was actually a truth be told episode about this on Apple TV. It's not about this, but it was very much about something like this. It's about yeah. two girls are missing yeah. on some like a uh, child sex trafficking type yeah. situation. A white girl and a black girl, and all the police resources are going towards to the white right girl. girl. Yeah, and we had our chance. We got we. This is our chance. All the police resources are going towards the black woman. And she fucking lied.
0: She was I was going to say, police. this sounds like the
1: Paperboy Atlanta episode. Right. So, look, she goes off into the woods Sunday. There's like a motel over there. Mm. Someone gets a call that she's at the motel. Or, like, they're, they're, there's like a, um, an anonymous tip yeah. yes. comes in that she's at the hotel. Who
2: was the anonymous tip for a boyfriend? I don't
1: know. I think so. I think he's in. I think in between this, I think she did this to make her boyfriend mad or, like, you don't care about me. I'll, uh, I'll show you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> and then on Sunday, she's like, you're not even looking for me. <laughs> and then so the anonymous comes in. She's at the hotel. She disappears. <laughs> Monday morning. And this is exactly what the news report said Monday morning. She showed up at her front door, banging on the door. Like, this crazy fucking bitch. She'll be banging on my door after going missing. Right? Knock softly. Ring the doorbell, nigga comes on oh um, my god um just today the her lawyer put out a statement like hey I, I was got a the Hulk's. statement right here Yeah. I got the statement right here you read it yeah
2: he says there was no kidnapping my client did not see a baby my client did not leave the Hoover area my client apologizes for her actions to this community carly asks for your forgiveness and prayers
1: prayers they always ask for prayers
2: so tiktok was actually on the case on yeah. this a lot earlier than everybody well, TikTok, oh, so already, tiktok already know honestly you
1: understand case from the moment it dropped i remember being up in bed it had to be like friday night on reddit and we were like no she's lying
2: yeah. absolutely and then, people I, who knew her or know her yeah
1: were coming out were coming
2: out and saying she stole from her job that was <gasps> one of the things yeah. uh because in fact they looked at her search history which was still active while she was missing it was one way ticket to uh to tennessee uh, <laughs> like, so you have not even like, going t- far. You could have like, walked there. So, I'm like, why not Mexico? Why not <laughs> anywhere they Bro, can't find
1: you? She she Google search, can you pay for an Amber Alert? No way.
2: Yes, she did. She did. <laughs> First, and it's, at that point, like it's frustrating to me because I mean clearly she needs help, but it's frustrating to me that because it's like. There were actual people who were either victims or new people or had family members or were in groups of people who had been uh, kidnapped, abducted, Mm -hmm. sex trafficked. They were all on the case. They were open. Like Josh said, they were opening all sorts of old cases. People coming out. Well, I've heard something like this back in this year. Maybe he's still out there. And these people wasted their man, you know, their man hours and manpower to look for for her and that's the part that sucks the most is that there's actually people who this is like their crusade this is what they live and die for and it's not a game you know what i mean like it's something that's normal especially for black women who are getting abducted every single day Yeah, it's like
1: a it's a big thing in america right now and i think she kind of invalidated that with the situation and it sucks and it's whack and like you know i i I hate when we have situations like this because you can kind of Go back to the mental health, and I hate to call it excuse, but you can be like, oh, mental health issues, and mm-hmm. we need to get help for, but ultimately, you know, this shit leaves a stain on all of our, uh, all of our, our situations and experiences, and, also, and it sucks.
2: And it also galvanized people who don't believe in believe women anyway. You yeah. I mean, it makes it harder to defend women. When it does, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it just makes it tougher. You know what I mean? Not that my views on this type of thing are skewed in any type of way. For this, I'm actually I feel really bad for her. You know what I mean? And and it's just frustrating that that will be probably the outcome of it. Now I will say, what a terrible job you fumbled the bag ten tenfold,
1: Bruh, Like she came back with the sickest lie about the abduction. Did you hear that? I part? didn't hear the lie. About the abduction. Oh my gosh, she came back with a whole story. She was like, um uh someone pulled her into the woods made her jump over a fence put her in the back of an 18 wooler there was a lady there that was there as well who was like help like she couldn't see all this though, but they made her jump over a fence and all this stuff she said um there was a lady there who was like helping feed her somehow she got away got caught and then that's when she saw the guy he had orange hair with like a ball spot in the back. She had a whole So he was he was it the Clown Bro that's what someone said. That's literally what someone she said. It the clown. Someone said her description was It the Clown. And they were like, She need to stop watching all these goddamn movies. That was literally one of the comments <laughs> I saw. <laughs>
2: I haven't even heard of that shit. I'm like, bro, that sounds like it to me. Bruh,
1: that was literally one of her descriptions or one of the comments. So yeah, Jesus she she had this Christ. whole story about how she got away and um yeah, it's just like, yo, like we 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 believed you. And you know, I-, I followed this through and through, so I saw all the comments and people being like, "They never believe black women." Now we missing it. and and then look at they invalidating us, and oh, they and and you know, that's the truth a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, like this situation just puts us five steps back.
2: Yeah, because we want because it's like one point, it's like a lot of people wanted this to be the moment where you find this girl, yeah, you catch this
1: person. And I yeah. think
2: every time this happens, everybody wants that to be
1: the case. Yeah. For Black, be, white, Asian, Hispanic, yeah. whatever. We no one wants to see a woman go missing, especially in these circumstances. You saw a kid, and like they lured you away. The People kid had was so crazy. Many, they had so many scenarios. Yeah. Like oh, they're they using the kid as bait, and that like it was so many scenarios, and just
2: I just think this funny that the, when when the story started rolling, the kid just completely left left the whole conversation. I mean, shit.
1: The kid was never in the conversation. How you <laughs> driving down the hallway and see a little baby on the side of the road? I can't even see. The lines in the road when I'm driving down the highway. I couldn't even see little baby. Man, on the road when I'm
3: driving. It's
2: crazy. <laughs> cra- it's just
1: crazy that that was her like excuse. It's like you really <laughs> didn't think this through. You should have wrote this down and like read it to yourself. She
0: she needs what's help. More, what's more embarrassing, being her or being the parents for the balloon boy?
2: Oh my mm. god, the balloon boy was a moment in time. Yeah. And I've actually brought this up. Uh, we were watching Wife Swap because me and my wife was watching Wife Swap, and the the fa- that family was on Wife Swap. Oh right. Wow. They was? Yeah, they were on Wife Swap. That's and so they random. acted just as wild as they did on that interview as they did on the show. <laughs> and I was like, Oh fuck, that's the balloon boy. My my <laughs> wife hadn't heard of the that's balloon ridiculous. boy before. So we had to watch the we all remember the interview with the balloon boy, we were just like, My parents told me it'd be good for the show. <laughs> and then the
1: parents was <laughs> <just> like <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs>
2: Blackbird Radio is really just like the brainchild of, of me and Josh being so into the industries and wanting a positive spin on stories from the other side of the, of the camera, so to speak. So if you listen to Blackbird Radio, you're gonna get awesome stories. You're gonna get funny ass, you know, anecdotes.
1: loquacious hot takes and laquacious for me.
2: Hot takes <laughs> yeah. and, and you don't know what you're gonna get from the show, but it's like, it's, it's culture all of your phone. <laughs> They said it'd be good for the show. I'm like, yo, this is the what? Like, that was 2009? Nine.
0: Yeah. They had that shit on every channel. Niggas thought he was about to go into the damn stratosphere. <laughs> Niggas were like, don't shoot it down. There's a kid in there. Yo, it was crazy. See, was a, it's a mountain. Like, oh, fuck. When it came down, there was nobody inside. I was like, there's nobody in <laughs> there. <laughs> I was like, maybe
1: the kid. <laughs> then oh, they my said, gosh. Then they
2: said the kid came from up the attic. <laughs> <in> the
1: attic. <laughs> yo, that was one of the wildest stories in, like, this just—it's just crazy how much people just crave attention. Because going back to the the Carly Russell thing, all this was to make her boyfriend jealous and mad,
2: and to escape, few, the, escape being fired. Well, because she got fired literally when she came back, her job fired her that day.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Get your ass out of because they—they need the real story. Yeah, they but do. the crazy thing is, so her boyfriend had cheated on her. Yeah, or like a stripper? Right, maybe he didn't even cheat. He might have broke up with her and got with someone else. And that was a part of the story. She went and cursed out the the other girl and was saying all these deflammatory things and
2: I'm here to say this. And I wanna bring up uh Kiki Palmer too real quick because Oh yeah, we're gonna discuss that. Let, let's let's bring now, up we, real quick did, too. Did we do a deep dive on Kiki Palmer? We oh, did yeah, we last did. episode. Yeah, we yeah. did. So I wanna say this. You
1: disappearing and he's already cheating. He's about to cheat harder. Well, now he's not gonna cheat. He's just gonna break up. He got an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's just, gone,
0: like that whole weekend. He was like consoling
2: fucky yes. <laughs> He was like, "What she do to you, baby?"
0: She's like, she lied on me. <laughs> I didn't. Do that. That's not even an excuse. I would have been. I would have been gone. You just sent the whole country to to go find you, and now you are coming back to my door at what? What time? At seven, eight in the morning? Oh no, he he he.
1: It's funny because during the whole situation, he had like this long. I just want to bring her back home. He had a little mm-hmm. Instagram caption. You know, Instagram mm-hmm. is a new press release. <laughs> and then, um, soon as she got back, everything erased. Yeah, deleted the shit. Cause you know, as, as soon as she
2: gets back, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? As soon as you get back, it, it, And I think he just was
1: like, "I don't want them to think I was involved in this shit. No way, no how."
2: And <laughs> speaking of Kiki Palmer, she got a new song out. She's performing somewhere.
1: Yeah, something in the water, actually.
2: Something in the water. Oh no! Not, was no, it, it wasn't something in the water. It was
1: um, it Broccoli was, City Fest. It Was Broccoli City because she yeah. was
2: getting driven around there like royalty.
1: Mm. Yeah, she black royalty right now.
2: My my son gave me ass.
0: <sighs> Wait, what?
1: That was a song. Her son gave her ass. Her
2: son gave her
0: ass. Oh, my son gave me. Oh, okay. But then the next line was like, I don't
1: need a nigga. I just need the bag. I don't need a nigga. I just need a bag. And it's like.
0: So they broke up? It seems to be
2: confirming that. Sure. I don't
1: know. My thing is, bro, Carly Russell, Kiki Palmer. I hate to be this guy, man, but this is what's wrong with black America. (laughs) I'm sorry, and hip hop. You could blame hip hop too. Throw in all the hip hop, the misogynistic shit we listen to, all the murder, murder, death, kill, kill shit. But this is what's wrong with America. True. Like what, what this happens is when what it's we on? This is what we on. You you your son gave you ass. First of all, it's like
0: that's a weird line.
1: That's a weird line.
0: I had to think about it. I was but like, it's like what the but fuck it's
1: it? but it's just you know that's what like that's what corn balls do. We K- said it. Yeah. And, and shout out to Kiki. You know, shout out to you know like I. I Tremendous respect for your acting ability. But just continue to just act. The music shit ain't working. And yeah. it ain't gonna work. And you trying to have a controversy and, and be Cardi B esque ain't cool. You see what yeah. Cardi B just did. She came out and supported her husband. Yeah. <laughs> After all the bullshit they've been going through the last two weeks, I was like, oh shit. She just,
2: yeah, she was there. She popped up. And then she just and then he just put out a whole rollout yeah. about her
1: today. Leave it to Cardi B. Exactly. Leave the Cardi B and offset. But but Kiki Palmer and Baby Daddy, we don't even got a name. BD. Y'all just need to stick to the wholesome Hollywood shit. Akeela and the B part two. Wow. Akeela and the B D. Yep. Not nope. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> sequel. <laughs> like I just I really like her the music career. I hate when actors try to do the music career thing. Mac, Mac wild. wild It's like, come on, man. Like just It think.
0: was a good album. I, actually okay. Jamie
1: Foxx did it too, though. I know, but it, Jamie Foxx came in with that, and we already knew he was talented. The nigga was sticking on the shows. He was doing all. He he had the talent. Blame it on the alcohol was a moment. If Kanye West ain't recruit you for a feature, don't put out an album.
0: <laughs> That's the new rule. I feel like Kanye would do something with Kiki Palmer fucking around. Nah, nah, she's black. All right, you know Come on, man.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> with, with all this we were talking about with mental health and uh, stuff like that, I, I want this is kind of like my soundboard. I I I realize sometimes I don't really open up a lot, but um I realized something this week that I that, that, that like I I I need to go back to therapy.
1: Oh man, yeah, I don't stop. I
2: think that's I, my and, soundboard.
1: And the thing is,
2: and the thing is, is that I think I had always been therapy guy. Like I'd always been the person that had been going, mm-hmm. and I think that like I like I think after last year I dealt with like so much stuff. Last year was a hard year, and then like this year has been pretty crazy. I was just like therapied out. I was like, I feel like I'm always the guy that's always going and always being the person saying, it'll go, it'll help. And I was like, it, I got skeptical and cynical about it. Yeah. And and like, it's been hard for me to kind of like pick up the phone or like pick up the app and be like, schedule myself to go see something. And like, it's been real hard for me to, Damn. to kind of like, to do that and kind of admit that like, I'm not like mentally all there right now. Not like I'm crazy. Not yeah. like I'm Carly Russell, no. but like, I'm, but like, I'm not like. I'm not like I got I got moods you know what I'm saying and, and I'm not as like I haven't been like as present and like like go get like there's certain stuff there's certain stuff I would have been taken care of like and, and I'll just be candid like I was we were supposed to have a TikTok I was supposed to have been did that but I've been like way too depressed to do it you know what I'm saying like I've been way too like kind of in my own head to do that shit and usually I would have y'all know me like I would have just you know what I'm saying it would have yeah. just happened you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and that's not that's like unlike me to do so and like my wife came to me and she was like you know she was like, "Let's talk," and I said, "Oh fuck!" I was oh, like, man. "What did I do wrong?" <laughs> but no, but she was real, and 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 I want to shout out to her, and and you know, and give her like all the the shoutouts in the world because she has, she had recognized that I needed that help, and yeah, I think that like you know, I just want to say that, and I want to say it on public. I was like, I should say it on b sides, but I was like, I want to say it on public because there nah, might be a lot of people. Everybody that, needs to
1: hear this. Yeah, yeah like
2: I, I I feel like there's a lot of people that probably want to know about it or like. They might not know that I'm going through that shit or whatever, but like,
1: and no, not and honestly, I'm glad you said it on public because you know we're your brothers, yeah, and we're here for you. And I think what you said is exactly it. Like, you know, therapy isn't something that we should be afraid of or are are shy about. Like, I just literally had this conversation with one of my best friends this morning yeah. off the plane. He's like, "Yo, I'm starting back therapy next week, couples therapy and just solo therapy by myself." And I think us, especially as black men, we have this like facade that we have to live by and be stronger than and like it's not necessary yeah. we need to have that safe space where we can just say what's on our mind the crazy thoughts the, and it's not even crazy it's just the thoughts that are in our head mm-hmm. I think these are two situations we just spoke about Carly Russell and Kiki Palmer where a therapist hearing these things early <laughs> on could have absolutely <laughs> helped and, and changed the whole course of these things so like don't ever feel shy about it don't ever feel like it's um less than I think you know, and and I think one thing that we tend to do as black men is like we do it for a few months and we're yeah. like, oh, I feel better, I'm here, and it's yeah. like, then you stop it, yeah, it's like, nah, it's it's always a, it's a, um, it's, it's ongoing. an ongoing thing. Yeah, you can't you can't give it up. It's it's like exercise. Yeah, you you exercise, you get your six pack, you you can lose it.
2: And I think that's why I felt I felt like I was like I'm like I'm mentally fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm good. Like I can handle what's going on. Learning how to be a husband i can learn about you know what i'm saying and and i think a lot of it is like none of my friends are like married you know yeah, what i'm saying no, so
1: like <laughs> that's bro that's a big part of it i think yeah i tell people this all the time like two of my best friends are my three of my best friends you included honestly mm-hmm. at this point like are my inspiration for marriage i yeah. didn't grow up seeing marriage sure. my parents weren't married um my mom was divorced got remarried um Divorce again, remarry. So I've never seen a healthy relationship up close. I think the closest it's been has been my grandmother and my grandfather who were, you know, 80 years old. It's like, I see that. I'm like, oh, like, duh. I've never seen it up close. I've never seen love in its purest form right in front of me. I've never seen the ups and downs of that until my friends got married. And my friends got married fairly young. I think you might have been the oldest of my friends recently to get married. And, like, even you're not old. It's just like. I, I love that this new generation is embracing marriage mm-hmm. and I love that um we're figuring it out in our way.
2: Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing, is like I was like I'm a I'ma do it all on my own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, it's like I'm I'm gonna be greatest husband, provider, every friend, brother. We could do black print, we could do A Show, we could do all you know what I'm saying? I could do all of these things yeah. and I can handle it. And it's like I, I can't. You know what I mean? And I think coming up, you know, having her say that and, and really like, cause she's been asking me for a while. And I'm like, uh, you know, I put it to the back burner. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like, again, it's like, it, I, I'm looking at like shit ain't work. And, and my thing was like, it didn't work because things, bad things were still happening. And I think that's what made me so cynical. And it was like, I just given up on the idea of going there ever again. Because I was like, well, if I go again, I'll be fine for three months. And then something bad will happen and I'm gonna have to go back again. And I was like, let me just figure it out on my own. Where it's like, I'm still having mad anxiety. I'm still feeling like literally like I am I go to work anxious. You know what I'm saying? Because there's yeah. so much shit yeah. I'm going through at work and there's so <laughs> much stuff I'm going through at home. And it's like I need a, you know what I'm saying? I need a soundboard. And and I think like it, it was it was a lot for me today because I knew that I wanted to speak on this. And I want to speak to you guys about it and, and bring it up to you guys because like y'all don't know. And and like it's hard for me a lot of times. Like I I brought up an incident that happened to me like a week and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? That's it's on my mind still too where it's like, a lot of gnarly shit happens. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm always the person that's pushing through. You know what I mean? And nah. I can't be that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's hard because I, I, like, I feel like a lot of people look up to me to always have the answer.
1: No, that's real. And I think, you know, uh, my little bit of advice that you could take from this too is just that, like, you can tell this shit to stop. Mm. Like, I, that's one thing that I always hold true to myself. I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a cop. My work isn't that important. <laughs> like, just straight up. Like, I love my work. I love what I do. It's important and, and fulfilling the things that I need to go on with life. But I know I'm not saving no lives with this. Mm. So, like, these deadlines that we have are low-key imaginary.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, like, you know, I I, I deal with it. My, my job could be high stress sometimes. And then I've seen situations where things didn't pan out exactly how they're supposed to be. Mm. And you look up and you're talking to your bosses and leadership. And they're like, all right on to the next and it's like damn if y'all thought about it like this if i knew this a week ago i wouldn't have been stressing like this all week to come to this so you just got to understand that and you just got to understand that like i said like i said earlier like you can stop this shit like yo i'm not well right now Mm. i need to to slow down i need someone to step in and help take this uh, load off my shoulders Mm. and like i think now um in this day and age a lot more corporations and companies are more receptive to that I think this is something that's talked about a lot more and like even where I work at, they have like you can take a leave yeah. of for a few months Subbatical if you need to. Yeah. Stuff. Something like that. so it's like it's definitely something that's just more tolerated and um, you know, i we're here for you, man. Like yeah. me and Mark, I will absolutely say that. Like if you ever just need to talk, if you ever just need someone to listen, if yeah. you ever just need to hug, like literally, we're here.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, I I'm um, thank you guys. Thank thanks to the listeners as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If anybody's kinda going through that same thing. Again, like, I feel you. I'm on that same length. I'm going to call this week. I'm going to go back to therapy. I think I absolutely need it. I think that, you know, just certain things that, like I mentioned, are just not me. You know what I mean? I'm I'm used to being a certain way. And no one knows me better than my significant other knows me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that was like the, the wake-up call it was like just seeing how she said it. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it it was genuinely concerning and not that i'm like doing wild shit it's just the look on my face you know what i mean like i'm smiling and laughing with you guys like because like you guys are like you brighten up my day I, no I, I and, love and shout out to y'all. her
1: for recognizing that and 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 helping you kind of get to that point because i think that's the tough part for a lot of men mm-hmm. it's like sometimes i don't have anyone around them to recognize that and, and i didn't think i love was, them
2: i didn't think i was that type of guy i'm always i'm a real emotional guy like i'm really open with my emotions but i felt i, I I was like, damn, I really am repressing. I am really going into myself, yeah. and like not speaking about what's going on with me. And you know, mm. there's a lot of things I haven't reconciled, like some things. that I mean, you already know a lot of the stuff that, that's going on. And there's a lot of things about that I haven't reconciled because, I, again, I think I brought this up last year, too. Like, I, I want to be strong for other people instead of myself. And then you kind of see what happens when that, you know, the outcome of that, when that yeah. happens is, is, is not good mental health. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean, and and you know it's it's, it's going to be that, that first step for me to to go back. I haven't been back in maybe four years, so uh yeah, we're I'm I'm going to go back and I'm yeah. going to find the time to do that because you know what, yeah. I'm gonna make time to do that because that you know me being the best version of me is what I came out here for, and I want to make sure I'm the best version of me for myself, and that will reflect on you know what you guys hear and what you guys see for me. So thank you guys for uh for listening for that
0: absolutely the positive the positive thing is you're far ahead of a lot of people as far as even just going and trusting a third party in being able to speak on these types of things i personally I have not found that uh comfort yet. I have one of my best friends and my sister as well that have went to therapy and have said lots of positive things about it and have encouraged me to do so as well, but I'm just not there mentally yet to trust a third party in a lot of the things that I consider very important and things that I want to do in my life usually. I, uh, find more comfort in talking about those types of things with my family. And that is a pretty big, uh, that is a pretty big, not necessarily an asterisk, but it's, it's not, you're not going to get the most, uh, neutral answer or the most leveled answer when you are speaking to literally the people that created you. So, uh, I, I would assume that there's a lot of people that also feel that way as far as trying to build that trust and, and comfort and rapport with somebody, and especially finding somebody that actually uh feels like it's a good conversation with them. So it's a working process in all aspects of
2: it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be hard yeah. to find a good therapist. Yeah.
0: Especially out here. There's like thousands of
2: them.
1: No, I mean and even to your point, I think that's the hard part sometimes is that like I feel like we, you know, we feel the most comfortable with our family and people we're close to, mm-hmm. but then we also don't want to tell them the darkest parts of ourselves. Yeah. And that's the push and pull. And like, that's why I appreciate therapy so much. Cause it's like, you don't know me besides, you know, not even besides what I tell you, but you don't, you're not someone who can judge me in that way. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy going there and saying the wildest shit that I've thought this week, <laughs> like I'll be writing it down in my phone. Like, yo, I gotta <laughs> say this to this lady when I speak to her, like, and I just, that helps me lighten my load. Yeah. It's like, yo, when I have these crazy thoughts or when I'm like. You know, it could be the wildest shit. Like and I'm just like, yo, I know I can say this to this person. They're not gonna judge me. Mm-hmm. They're actually gonna give me some good advice to to think through it. And it's not even like they're giving me advice like do this. Yeah. They're just like, Why are you thinking like this? Yeah. Where is this coming from? Yeah. And that helps you unravel kind of that that not attention inside yourself. And yeah. you know, one thing I always one thing I've learned through my therapy journey is that like it all starts from childhood. Yeah. Absolutely. All this is just the little boy inside of us acting out Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. trying to find his flow and um you know you got to feed that inner child and you got to uh really nurture that inner child Mm -hmm. besides feed it and you know i i I totally i hear you man i I get it with just you know how fast paced we live even
2: it's hard to slow down
1: yeah it's hard to (laughs) slow down it's hard like you know i I, personally it's funny we've we've been recording every week with when with uh with the amp show and then we're coming back and doing the show. Like, I feel like we've been recording a lot in between all the work we've been doing. Yeah. Like, just outside of this. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, like, this shit is a lot. Like, it <laughs> but it, it's it's crazy, though. It's like, it's what I want to do for my future. So I get it. And that's why I come here and do it. And yeah. I really enjoy talking to you guys. Like, I really enjoy that part of it. But, um, yeah, man, it's like, it, it, it can get a lot. So, like, we here, bro, if you ever need anything. <laughs> like,
2: I love doing, let me just be clear. I don't get anxiety doing this. You know what I'm saying? No, and me neither. But y'all. it's just. Y'all are my family, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like 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 Josh mentioned like it's it's tough to like just talk to your family about that shit. I feel the same way when I got to tell y'all about it. You know what I'm saying? Cuz yeah. like y'all are my family. You know what I mean? In in a lot of ways like y'all y'all show up for me in like ways that I could never imagine. So it's funny to me and I know it it sounds preposterous to my friends to be like you're afraid to tell us anything. We tell you every fucking thing. And I'm like, <laughs> "Hell yeah, like it's still it's still hard to do so." Yeah. But you know, it, it's stuff that, you know what I mean, that, that I that, I've, that I I just want to be like the strongest version of myself to everybody. And it's like, I, I can't really do that. I just got to be honest. And I want to be honest and, and, and truthful to our listeners, too, because they come on this journey. I know a lot of people listen to this that know me personally or, or you know, they, they've gotten to know us, you know yeah. what I'm saying, it's through the show. And I want to let people know they're not alone. You know what I mean? I think that that's, you know, we, we, we bullshit and we chat and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to bring that up today. You know, as we as we talked about mental health and people going through things, because like like Josh said, that could have helped. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. lot of those people. And seeing that I'm I'm looking at it like, fuck, I should probably I don't want to go missing. Yeah, You
1: don't <laughs> want to <know>? probably <laughs> rustle yourself, man. Bro, I've a thousand percent appreciate you coming here and, and giving us that story because like it's needed. Yeah, it's needed for like I'm I'm glad just, for our listeners, like people I know, people, you know, people, Mark, know they're out there they need this message and you know i really i'm i'm glad that you were brave enough to uh to expound on that on this platform
2: yeah and i want to yeah. give a special shout out to uh to our guy Robbie too yes that's another thing that kind of sparked really a lot of more emotion you know in me to to make this decision to do that um he's going through some really crazy stuff right now we love you Robbie you know yeah. regardless of anything you know what i'm saying bad good in between love you to death and we got you with whatever. So um, mm-hmm. if you know Robbie, you know, send him some love. Hit him up on Twitter at Robbie Rav. You know what I mean? Like give him, give, him, give him all the love in the world. So um, thank you guys for listening. We went way over today. <laughs> it way over, but it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys enjoy the content anyway. Make sure that you tune in to Throw Blacks, Green Day, American Idiot. Getting rave reviews on that episode. Mm-hmm. So shout out to, shout out to everybody listen to that. But next up be our Carter for. I'm just I'm not gonna say much. I'm not gonna say much.
1: The trial of Carter Four. <laughs> I'm not gonna say
2: much. But you know what I'm saying? Y'all try to y'all try y'all trying to indict it, and I'm not letting y'all do it. Bruh. Who is y'all? We're not indicting You know, they that's what indict- they do. Man. Like he said, that's what they Man. do. That's what they do. <laughs> that's what they done. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting y'all do that to the Carter Four no more. So throw blast Carter Four, I'm coming with the with the docket, the case docket out. And I'm ready to 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 fuel or not fuel, but fire on all the tractors. So make sure you, you look out for that. Join our all Patreon, right. man. Five dollars a month it gets you so much really cool content. Uh, I, have you ever thought about starting a Discord? I thought about it. Our listeners out there, y'all want to talk? Y'all want to talk? Josh will talk. <laughs> if you want to hear, if you want to see talk. Josh how he talks on Discord, let us know if you want to start up a Discord. We we could do that as well. But uh, for Josh, I'm Justin. That was also MC. Thank you for listening to Blackprint B Side Letter this week. Yep. Make sure you check, in, mm-hmm. check out Lee's Side. So we'll see you guys uh, next week for Amp Radio. Uh, I don't know if we got a guest this week. We'll have to figure that out. Well, I got a guest
1: last week, so no guest this week. Okay, we'll be
2: good. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we'll see you guys later on The Blackprint. Peace.